Welcome to Cracks in the Cement, where we dig into the ways colonizer culture surrounds us, how it got here, and where we want to go from here. Hi, welcome to Cracks in the Cement podcast. My name is Robin. I will be your host. And in case you didn't hear the trailer, this podcast focuses on colonizer culture. I'll be weaving three aspects of that or three perspectives. One will be looking at where we find ourselves within that culture, sort of um, some of the subtle ways that it's embedded. Um, Also, we'll be looking at how we got here, like how that culture came to be and some of the unique strategies of oppression that it uses. And then lastly, the energizing expansive part will just be once we have more of that awareness, the opportunity for choice comes into play. So basically, where do we want to go from here? So that's the base of this podcast. What I would like to do is sort of experiment with how to make it sort of a conversation, uh, a delayed conversation, I guess, is how it will work. So I'm going to, in this episode, I'm going to propose some questions within some a context, and then I'm going to invite any of you all to answer them via email to me. And then the following podcast, I'll unpack some of those Eventually, I would love to have guests. Right now, I'm just kind of keeping it simple as I try this out. So I'm going to kind of summarize what the um, invitation is, but there will be an opportunity to go to um, the materials so that you can study them on your own and to think about the questions and decide if you want to share answers. So what we'll be looking at is aspects and assumptions of whiteness and white culture in the United States was deemed the United States. Um, And this document, that title, that document comes from Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. And then I've added some extra um, bullet points to this resource. So some of the main categories, and by the way, this ended up getting taken down. Um, I think there were some white people that got upset. Um, No big surprise, but it's a great resource. And it's definitely um, oversimplifying people as social science type stuff tends to do, um, which is a great example of colonizer culture that really loves to create these finite categories. So just kind of seeing this as a kind of a broad brush um, cultural description. So one of the categories is rugged individualism. Um, The family structures that are the norm where it's a a cis man, cis woman, father, mother, two children is the ideal social unit. There's an emphasis on on what's considered the scientific method. Um, History is based on Northern European immigrants' experience in the U.S. and a real focus on the British Empire religion where Christianity is the norm and anything else is seen as foreign or exotic status, power and authority involves wealth. Your wealth equals your worth, um, that we need to respect authority. Another one is time. 
So following rigid time schedule and relatedly a future orientation. So planning for the future, tomorrow will be better, progress is always better kind of thing. Aesthetics are based on European culture. The communication that we've been taught is the King's English rules. Um, and another part of communication is not showing emotion, um, avoiding conflict and, or intimacy. The holidays are based on Christian religions. Justice is based on English common law. Um, competition, you have to be number one, win at all costs. And that sort of, um, I mean, this is something that I've added to it, but having to compete to prove your worthiness and value to your family or your community. Um, and then related to the Protestant, um, a lot of these are Protestant values, Protestant work ethic. So hard work is the key to success kind of thing, work before play, which also, you know, really ties into the feelings of self-worth. Um, so the questions that I have that go with this. So as I said, I'll post this resource. Um, if you haven't seen it before, it's really interesting to peruse and really think about in yourself. And then the questions that I'll also post in the podcast description um, for this episode are, and as always with these invitations, it's, is, is there one question that pops out at you or um, a couple that pop out to you? It doesn't have to be, or just whatever you want it to be for yourself, or maybe a different version of a question that you wished I'd proposed. So what I came up with was, which of these cultural aspects do you most value and prioritize? And then who most benefits from the cultural values that you tend to prioritize? And then in reading the list of um, aspects of white culture, how do, that, how do they feel in your body? Like which ones... Do you feel something? It might be like a, a tightening, or a constriction, um, maybe even like a little nausea. I don't know, like anything, whatever, just kind of noticing what you might feel in your body. And then also just are there any that you don't understand or you feel like they're unavoidable? Time is one. Um, I've presented this um or this invitation to different groups of people. And a really common one is the time, like how do we not follow our, like, you know, you need to get there at five o'clock. How can we organize our day? You know, just, um, so that's, that's an example of, I've witnessed people just really not even being able to conceptualize how we could step outside of that sort of rigid, that rigid time schedule. Um, so this is the invitation. The experiment is to look at these white culture aspects, answer these questions about yourself, email me if there's anything that pops out to you. And then for the next episode, um, hopefully I'll have gotten an email of some, maybe a few people, hopefully, and I'll share them and kind of um, just kind of keep the conversation going and then build on it. One last thing I'd like to do here is sort of a plant a seed um, around being aware of being sort of stuck in the head. And I'm speaking for myself here. A few years back, 
maybe three or four years back when I first started really investigating in the internalized white supremacy for myself that I've in, that's embedded in me, I got sort of freaked out that I felt like I was really, really stuck in my head. And knowing that that was a, a white supremacy um, norm and that I was trained to be like that and to value that, I, I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get out of my head. And because I was really stuck in memorizing do's and don'ts, with the aim of some mythical creature of being the good white person, you know? Um, So what I invite you all to do is, if you're not already there, to be open to practices that bring you into your heart and bring you into your body, and even consider talking start to talk out loud or have conversations with or practices around gratitude or requests to well ancestors, spirit guides, angels, plants, Gaia, things that three or four years ago you would have never heard me talk about and it was something that I couldn't feel and I I guess I could say I didn't believe and now I'd say there's really nothing to believe in because to me it's just a what is but I just invite you all if you're not already there to just try to like work on developing practices that get you out of the your head and just play with it as long as there's I guess nobody around that you'll scare but just play with talking to your well ancestors or um, spirit guides asking for support or guidance um, offering gratitude talking to your plants thinking your food any of these types of things that help your kind of alter your energy body really because when we're stuck in our head and thinking about all these things or worried about this or worried about that we're really untethered and not as able to feel into other people or to what we bring into a room, especially as if you're a white bodied person like me, just becoming aware of what type of energy are you bringing into the room. And if somebody is really in their head and not in their heart, I've come to realize it's hard to trust them. You know, if we can't at this point, now that I've kind of developed some of these sensitivities if I can't feel into another person it's it's scary you know and so just um it's just it's something I it's really it feels like a really really important aspect to all of this and I it feels vulnerable honestly to be to share where I'm at with all of that because it can make people cross you off their friend list you know it can kind of scare them but at this point I consider that a useful filter and um, I find it really enriching and expansive to um, be around the people that I don't scare off when I share those things. So thank you for listening and um, I hope I hear from some of you. Okay, be well. (laughs) 